0: Welcome to episode seven of the Dumbbell Debrief. Today we are talking about a lunge regression that utilizes the wall. So the lunge is an extremely common exercise that's performed everywhere you go. However, it is typically performed incorrectly and a lot of people have the right intention of maybe why they're trying to do it, but they aren't even aware that they are performing it incorrectly. So some of the big mistakes that you'll see with a lunge is when the athlete is going into the descending phase, the legs will start to move. However, typically it's also followed by upper body collapsing. Now when the upper body is collapsing, we're increasing the kyphotic posture of the thoracic spine. And this is, this is done so that when they go to ascend or stand up, they can then throw themselves back into extension. This, this will increase the lordosis of the lumbar spine. And it's really just a compensatory mechanism to generate momentum and the momentum helps them as they go up and down during the lunge. So are we truly working our legs at that point? So the second thing that you'll see is a lot of people tend to forget about the back leg. And when they do this, when they go down into the descending phase, it creates a very awkward motion. You see a back leg doesn't bend. It stays relatively straight or more straight compared to the front leg. And what this results in is typically anterior knee pain and the inability to properly ascend, which again, they'll go back to their compensatory mechanisms. So I think people rush this exercise as far as going straight to maybe weighted walking lunges. Because it's so familiar, and the downside of that is people think that they can automatically do it. So let's regress the people that are compensating back to the wall. And let's go over how the wall can be used beneficially to help progress them back to the lunge that they were doing. And hopefully when they go back to the typical lunge, they will understand how to perform it. So when we put the athlete on the wall, they'll bring their back foot back and their front foot forward as if they're setting up for a stationary lunge. Now the back foot is going to be exaggerated into a planar flex position. So their toes are gonna be pushing down into the ground. And what I tell people is it typically shouldn't hurt. If it's hurting the toes, you're pushing down too much and you need to get more into that front foot. So once the foot's up there, it's going to be in a a better position to allow them to understand how to drop that back knee down into a relative 90 degree angle. And when we do this, they typically knee pain will go away because they're not translating forward and it's teaching them the proper mechanics of a lunging pattern so they can better drop that knee down now let's go up to the upper body the analogy that I like to use is having athletes think of an elevator versus an escalator and using the sternum as the main reference point now elevators go up and down and escalators translate diagonally either down or up When we go down into the lunge, when that back knee bends correctly and the sternum doesn't deviate or translate forward into flexion or backwards into extension, we can now appropriately descend in an elevator fashion. This is the proper mechanics of a lunge. And when we come back up, we ascend in another elevator fashion Now the second they get into their escalator pattern, they will start to descend the lower body and start to translate in a diagonal pattern. When this happens, the back knee is not going to be able to bend appropriately and the athlete will start translating their weight over that front foot and most likely experience knee pain. So think of elevator as being the desired goal and keeping the athlete away from an escalator motion. So once they are able to obtain this pattern, make sure we then want to progress them back to the typical lunge to where they can be appropriately challenged.